0: wednesday night
1: and you know what another thing that sucks about fucking quantum of solace that i didn't mention on the last episode that fucking goddamn intro like intro music like how do you take fucking jack white jack white and alicia keys Two brilliant artists. I love the White Stripes. And you know what? Like, I won't say like I'm a mega fan of Alicia Keys, but the fucking chick can play the piano and she can fucking sing fantastically. How do you bring those two forces together and make a fucking shitty song? How? How do you do it? That movie fucking sucked. Oh, my God.
2: (laughs) (coughs) I got to tell you, bro, that was like two movies ago. I don't even remember at this point. (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) that was that was just a little like a, a little throwback for the last episode, but uh, it is we- we- uh, world's funniest podcast presented by Wednesday Night Wallop. Rye Guy DK is here and we have a guest tonight, DK. We have a guest. Yeah, Rylan made me sit down and watch some movies. <laughs> Mick Holly is back on Wednesday night Wallop. He uh or on the on the Wednesday Night Wallop channel anyway. Uh, he is joining us for world's funniest podcast episode 20. Four I can't believe where we watched 25 James Bond movies yeah but we somehow landed on episode 25. For I the can't believe we did one. it all in three we weeks no <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> So you're telling me that uh, our guest of honor this evening uh, Mr. Mick has been walloped uh,
1: a few he times' has been oh. before we, we, we've, we've uh, broken him in wrestling styles. Which it actually does come into play in the second uh, the Bond movie we're going to talk about tonight, so uh, we'll we'll get there though we'll get there. Uh, Mick, welcome. Thank welcome you to world's funniest podcast. Uh, we're 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 always you know glad to have you on the channel, and I'm glad to have you on the show tonight because you are a friend that I have made more recently in my life, uh, and we've become very tight over the summer. I'd say we were seltzer sisters. <laughs> Uh, going into this summer, we we took down the just White Claws. both you guys just fighting together. off
2: carbohydrates, eh? Just
1: basically, <laughs> yeah. and calories too. Yeah. And
3: then, uh, I, I, not only that, but we also fought off hangovers because we were well hydrated. That's yes, fucking true. Science, right it's there. True.
1: Actually, Mick is the guy. Mick is the guy who I will give all the credit for for introducing me to White Claws because he comes over for WrestleMania last year, and I I got some beer. And he got some white claws, and he. I I just. I looked at him, and I'm like, "What is this? (laughs) What what are these white mitts?" Yes. Well, turns out that they're delicious, is what they are. And I spent the summer not gaining weight on beer. Uh, I've, however, gone back to liquor. So that's, I guess, where we can we can land on that one. And I I know I know for a fact that Mick is also drinking liquor this evening too. So like. I am. Uh, I'm. I'm. I'm ingesting uh, Jackson Triggs Sauvignon Blanc tonight. I got uh, uh, some spice box Canadian whiskey.
2: Fucking a! Hang on. I wonder if I got Sambuca in my freezer still.
1: Ooh, <laughs> that spells danger. <laughs> see, see, DK here has had the the bottle of Sambuca that I bought when I uh, I went to Winnipeg, uh, and he's been nursing this thing ever <laughs> since. Um, <laughs> The last episode, he pulled it out as oh, well. Oh, I definitely drank so, it all. It's um, all gone, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a Coke
2: Zero though, so that slaps. The problem with <laughs> fuck having yeah. alcohol in the house is you drink it all, and then you go in to do occasions <laughs> such as currently, and your sans beers, you know.
3: <laughs> Just the trouble.
2: I love
1: how eager you came back to tell us it wasn't there. <laughs> Uh, it was almost like a
3: kick kip, kip in your step. I do have a fridge full of uh, white Claws still though. Oh. Like I'm still stocked up, so I may have to go Saucing
1: it. one of those claws, bro. I <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> I lo- so white claw recently came out with the fact that the or sorry, not the fact uh, with a, a new line with the drink. fact of a new, new type
2: of flavor. It was factual cuz they created yes, it.
1: Well. They did. Three new ones, but they're also Seven percent alcohol. That's good. That's closer to hundred. So, that's true. That's true. It's closer than it's closer to a hundred than five. They were five percent. Uh, but no, I, I I have yet to try them because I live in a small dick ass town. And uh, when we had the the white are the dick smaller or is the asses? They small. were so good. You said you live in a small dick ass <laughs> town. Which is is it both? <laughs> yes, and it's very dirty. <laughs> But you know what? In the in the winter time, it looks beautiful. That the Christmas lights downtown came on today for the first time, and I I walked into the living room and I almost came. It was just one of those moments where I, I get excited about these things. And I living downtown with all the red lights on my window, my 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 whole apartment looks like a just fucking
2: in uh, the faint
1: photo in, development. In the faint studio. distance,
2: you hear like jingle bells and just like a little bit of blood rushes to the tip of your penis. Eh? it's just
1: Christmas. Well, yeah. it's
3: it's jingle bells though with
1: banjos. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Bling one, bling, two, bling,
1: three. three <laughs> <laughs> That's a classic, DK. Along with it also being uh, almost that time of season, it is hunting season. Yes. And uh, are, are you, <laughs> have you gotten out yet? Are you are you planning on going out? What What is your plan for deer hunting? I'm going deer
2: hunting this weekend. Fantastic. Yeah. I've I've already I'm I've already down.
1: filled one tag
2: in September when I shot with my bow. And now I'm going out with my rifle this weekend, because general rifle season started yesterday. Yeah. And I have a job, so, so I have to go to it.
3: My my buddy, he, uh, he's he been trying to get a moose tag. He lives out in Alberta. Yeah. He's been trying to get a moose tag for the last four years, and he finally got his tag. And he's like, yeah, I'm going out. It's going to be cold. I'm going to get my moose. So. They get to their camp They're showing the spot around And oh shit Literally the first day Of their first day in camp He sees a little black dot Off in the The the, the distance in the wood line About 400 meters away Sits there Puts the binos on it It's a moose He didn't even have enough time To change into his camo He literally just pulls his rifle out BAM! He's like Now I'm Pajamas on his hunting trip (laughs) Oh yeah Oh yeah So he filled his tag Filled his tag Day one And spent the rest of the week Drinking beer (laughs)
2: So was he like a fly-in thing or?
3: No, no, no. He lives out there. He's a uh, uh, uh rail. He's a rail cop. Put that way. So okay. He uh, lives in like the Hinton area. F- awesome, gorgeous, fucking area. Oh, yeah.
2: I have an elk tag in my pocket too. So if I see one, I will shoot it in the face.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's the prime That's spot. That's actually to shoot in
2: highly in. unethical
3: and not at all. Right <laughs> Well, it's not as bad as just sitting there and, you know, baiting muleys, and all you got to do with the muleys... Come here, buddy. Come here. (laughs) Corn off the cob? My favorite. (laughs) (laughs) And muleys, like mule deer, there's a difference between, like, whitetails and mule deer. Mule deer, they are fucking super cute, but they look really stupid, and it's because they are. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) Their ears are always like this. Just... Big-ass antlers.
2: Classic. Oh, my yeah. God. I do like to eat so animals. We, like uh, venison, venison's great.
1: Venison is delicious. So wh- wh- what kind of meals are you planning on whipping up if you can you know, slay some deer in the coming weekend? Oh, well, if I do it this weekend, like,
2: will eat the heart first. Because that's usually tradition, make sandwiches or something. Or it's fried up with onions. But, I mean, then it'll just be who knows what happens. Like, we'll take all of our trim and we'll freeze it, and then we'll consolidate amongst a couple of us that go, and then we'll just have, like, a day in, in November, we'll just have, like, a sausage day, and we'll get together and we'll just, like, drink a bunch of bourbon to make, like, a laundry basket full of sausages. And then, uh, deer, yeah. Deer
3: sausage is amazing. Oh, sausage is Slaps. Great. You, make, you can put an entire deer on the smoker and make that whole sum of a bitch into jerky and enjoy it for the next six yeah, months. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
2: Dry it out enough, you can keep it under the bed.
3: You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, well, I mean, it's going to be hanging in the garage for a few days, so I mean, oh, exactly. <laughs> just move it to the smoker and then under and the bed. There you go.
2: Just make your garage a smoker. Boom. Oh
0: my fucking <laughs> Rylan usually
3: does. <laughs> What's that? I said Rylan usually has. If he has a garage, it's a smoker.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. There's not. A, there's no meat being cured in there, but uh, <laughs> just brain cells. I mean, yeah, yeah <laughs> sort <Yeah>. of. <coughs> That's funny.
2: <laughs> just slow spiral. So
1: uh, one thing that uh, uh, that we all have in common uh, is that uh, we've all lived in Winnipeg at one point. Yeah, Nick. Your grandmother lives in Winnipeg, does she not? I
3: was fucking born in Winnipeg, bud. (coughs)
1: That's okay. Okay, so where, where,
3: what hospital are you born at? Grace Hospital, big guy.
1: Uh, Everyone tells me Grace. I my mom opted for St. Boniface. She put the she put my life in the hands of the. (laughs) Babe, that's where I was too. (laughs) Okay, St. Boniface. Yeah. Okay, and and, I had to go um, there because (laughs) I was all fucked up,
2: so I had to hang out for a bit.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Like, all fucked up how?
2: Oh, like I was born, like, several months earlier than I needed to be. <laughs> Just ah. kicking at the chance to get the fuck out? Yeah, I was, like, three pounds, bro.
1: I didn't yeah. fucking know this about you. Yeah. You're yeah, breaking I died. some fucking I had, news
2: here. I had, like, pneumonia for, like, a month. And they had to put me in the fish tank and shit. Or, uh, oh, you know, incubator, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Just mind blown. <laughs> Can't breathe underwater. <laughs> That's right, fucking Fred Penner shows up quick.
1: <laughs> you, know, he, you know fucking Fred Penner does like adult shows now where he just swears and shit like that. He's just a senile old man with a guitar. Does he fucking sandwiches now?
2: I'm actually a hundred percent convinced that Sasquatch does exist and it's actually just like Fred Penner running around in the bush. <laughs> <laughs> Fred Penner's like seventy eight percent hair. <laughs> like he has I'm sure he has hairy gums.
3: You know? <laughs> <laughs> like on the, on the bottom of his feet, he's got hair. yo Mrs. Paner must be a happy camper. <laughs>
2: oh If you can find oh. it, she's in his hair somewhere.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, oh. this is off the rails already. I love it. Um, it was never. We've hungover. all lived in Winnipeg, so Mick, you you have. It's been a while since you've lived in Winnipeg. It's been a while. Since you live in Winnipeg, not not as not uh, as long as you have now, buddy. I I, I just true. got back in like the last two years. That's true. That's true. I, I but uh, when uh, I, I recently still went still got back that methamphetamine
2: and... smell, eh?
1: Oh
3: yeah, <laughs> I'm still picking up fucking needles out of my goddamn fucking tires there. <laughs> you know,
2: only in Winnipeg would you see like somebody just get cracked out of meth and try to fight a bus. You know, like It was <laughs> yeah. legitimate in the news. Like I think someone just like, was like trying to fight a bus, and it was like, dude, like.
1: Or, or or the transit cops. I love the cops. fact that <laughs> I love the fact that all my friends are warning me when I'm coming back to Winnipeg. They're like, "Hey, yeah, just don't go downtown anymore." And I'm like, "What do you What, what do you mean?" It's like, "Well, COVID. It just kind of it's all like tent cities, and it's just it's, yeah, it's really Detroit
2: bad now. tent city, man." <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: places only like, to the yeah. peg, man. Yeah,
2: you can never you can only ever run through that place. You can only run through <laughs> past tents.
3: <laughs> I don't even think it's like downtown though, man. It's, it's fucking everywhere. Like, uh, where, where the hell is I? I was like down by, oh my god, my my brain is not working anymore. I was on the south end of the town anyway, and down by the mall they had there. I was literally at a tra- like at a traffic light, ready to turn right. Some uh, less than homeowners <laughs> walked across the fucking road there, and sat there looked at me, asked if I had cash. I'm like, man, I'm literally just turning down the road here. He's like, okay, cool. So I roll up my window, make sure my doors are locked, because, you know, it's safety first, people. <laughs> and he whips safety out his dick and just starts work. pissing on the grass. <laughs> like... He, he just, what? what? He just he sat there, asked me for money, and I said no. So I roll out my window, lock my doors, he whips his dick out, and he just starts pissing on the grass in front of me. <laughs> like... Right at the intersection. Dude. Dude, there was grass. I haven't seen it for a while now. Yeah. The other week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it was it was early in the year. It, you know, it was yeah. probably like
1: August or so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you guys just got fucking pummeled with snow. I hear it's coming here tonight. So yeah, I to imagine I'm going to wake up tomorrow and it's going to be a, a long walk to work. I'm currently waiting for Nikes and the shoes that I do have holes in the bottom of them. So also, th- th- Nikes, not
2: great winter shoes. Mm.
1: Oh, yeah. great! That uh, I, I'm now I'm even more excited.
3: I'm probably going to be <laughs> changing right back into the old uh, mountain boot shit kickers as soon as the snow falls. Because fucking these things, these bad boys, not not getting them all ruined yet. <laughs> well, She's I will say though, we do crispy. definitely
1: have. <laughs> <laughs>
2: whatever people say about shoes, you know. <laughs> What color is that shoe? That shoe's, like, the same color as the chip from One Chip Challenge. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just, like, extremely hot
3: red. Nice. Bring it back to the 80s, bud. How uh, how fast do you go in those things? Oh, fucking faster than you. <laughs> oh, I god.
0: <get> <laughs> look,
3: look at my shoes, man. I'm, like, the guy in front of
2: the... Yeah.
0: list over here.
1: You think I am George of the Jungle? What? <laughs> Mick, is there anything about Winnipeg that you miss? Uh, skip the dishes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Dude. I'll give you that. Napanee, skip the dishes. Is, I mean, you, and you live in Trenton, so I can only imagine it's... I, I imagine you have more. I, I have uh, more
3: of a choice, but it's still, like, same, same thing, man. Like, everything closes pretty early. Or you sit there and, you know, you're paying out the asshole. When I could just be not a lazy fuck, stand up, walk the 10 fucking minutes to, like, the fast food heaven I've got sitting around the corner and just get anything I want. Or I can be lazy, pay the extra 15 bucks, and have Skip deliver an hour fucking late. (laughs) Yeah, in room temperature, depending on the room. Yeah, yeah. In Winnipeg, though, (laughs) you make sure you fucking tip, because I don't want those pricks knowing where I live. (laughs) Oh,
2: fuck, man. Man, Skip the Dishes slaps so hard, though. Like, I use it frequently. And I will say, though... As much as I have all these options and flavors <laughs> and different things to get, uh, yeah, I, like, get the same two things all the time. Like, it yeah. happens. You get your favorite. <laughs> it's, like, pizza and, like, Popeyes, and it's just, like, yeah. But uh, for me, though, like, when it comes to Skip the Dishes, it's, like, getting food delivered is that I find there's a very fine line between this food transports well and this food food is yeah like the absolute shit in the bag.
3: Yeah, I got a fucking pint of uh Cold Stone st- Cold Stone ice cream. That was a horrible idea. There's fucking I just you chocolate say it, everywhere. Just a
2: pint of stone cold I was like like <laughs> 2
1: liters of like pop, like pop bottled beer. Now,
3: yeah, old English baby, fucking give it to me.
1: Yeah. Put it in his veins. <laughs> I want my malt liquor and I want it fucking now.
2: <laughs> and I'm free. Free pouring. <laughs>
1: Thomas Peterson and the heartthrobs, baby. So so skip the dishes. So, DK, you've lived uh, in, in smaller towns in Manitoba? Oh,
2: yeah, well, I don't know. I, I lived in even smaller towns.
1: Oh, so, okay. So, like, what wh- in comparison to living in the city, what do you think the biggest advantage is? And is it skip the dishes? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, and, like, if I get drunk, I can just take an Uber to my house.
1: Yeah, there, yeah, that's the I, I, I discovered Uber in my time in Winnipeg, and I I hate taking cabs now.
2: Like in small towns, like you have to drink and drive. How else are you gonna get your car home? <laughs> <laughs> you
3: know? There was a uh, there was a, a meme or a, like a video reel I saw on Facebook there, and the kids all hopped up because it's after a surgery. And they say they he's the, the kid's sitting up there and he's like, yeah. He's like, how are you getting home there, son? He's like, you're not allowed to drive. He's like, no, no, no. no. The doctor said I have to drive. Like I'll, I'll drive the first five minutes or so, but you know, it's like, no, 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 no. You're under the influence. We can't let you say that. And he said, he's like, I've always wanted a DUI. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the mom's like having a shit fit. She's like, Zach, <laughs> <laughs> I've always wanted a DUI. I was watching this uh, this reel
2: or something from, like, a guy He was in, I think he was in uh, Michigan or something like that. And he says, yeah, he says, I've been robbed three times in the last month since I moved my house. Not from, like, a person or anything, but by the traffic camera that has given me three speeding tickets. <laughs> yeah, Manitoba's fucking bad for that, too. Yeah, and he's like, honestly, if I would have been pulled over by a cop, I would have got a
3: DUI. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was my going away gift when I uh, moved out of Winnipeg. Uh, it, like, literally one of the last days I was there. Uh, I think it was on, like, Bishop Granted and I was like, I am not waiting for that fucking red light again for the last goddamn time. So, it turned yellow. I was like, not today, motherfuckers. It hit the gas, and I got flashed by the camera. I was They got me doing 15 over. <laughs> it cost me, like, 300 fucking bucks. I was like, holy oh, dude, shit. It is, yeah,
2: it's an emotional disappointment, <laughs> like. Last time I got one of those, I wrote it in my diary. I was so upset. <laughs> <laughs> The best one I ever got was, like, I got one for, like, a red light cam. And this is, like, traffic violation occurred after red light hadn't been engaged for 0.3 seconds. And it's, like, the <laughs> ass of my Taurus going through an intersection. I'm, like, are you guys on fucking ludes? 0.3 seconds? Like... <laughs> it's, like, like, fuck you. That's why. Yeah. I was right I was all the way through it. Like if I would have been going 15 20 above the speed limit which I should have been doing which unfortunately I guess as you know you're not supposed <laughs> yeah. to do that. Yeah, Man, they get I've to
3: totally the 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 best part is too is my uh, my ex-wife. She got a she got a traffic ticket or uh for uh, it wasn't a red light. It was just before the radar again when we were in uh, Saint Albert, Alberta. her 15 or 17 over that she was doing was like 77 and a 50. It was like 78 bucks. I was like, "What? What the fuck, Manitoba?" Yeah, like, seventy-eight dollars well, for for fifteen over. Like Manitoba you do that in is just Manitoba, like Manitoba.
2: They would shoot you in the street. <laughs> right. <laughs>
3: <laughs> like... <laughs> Manitoba has no fucking chill, man. No chill. Oh,
1: yeah. Like, you can't afford not to speed in Alberta. Like, yeah, but, yeah.
3: So like, what a fucking deal. <laughs> it's like being on the four hundred one here. Yeah, because if you don't speed in Alberta, <laughs> you're gonna get like
2: fisted by an F one fifty.
3: It's fucking funny because it's true It
2: is true And what I, my favorite part about F-150s Is how they kind of like ram They like The way that they come out of the factory Like the nose sits up a little bit higher than the tail Just uh, to and piss then they put, you off Yeah and then they put Like fucking literally the power of the sun <laughs> In an LED bulb yeah. Except they make it a laser beam And make sure <laughs> it like has a heat seeking For like rear view mirrors specifically
3: well, not only that, but then you sit there, you see those fuckers at a stop sign. You're like, you know what, motherfucker? Turn your brights off. You flick your yeah. brights, they'll be like, oh, yeah? You want to see my brights, motherfucker? <laughs> then they turn that shit on, you see their real brights, and you see the back of your brain. Yeah, <laughs>
2: I didn't know I could see through my hand
3: <laughs> Fuck I'm sorry dude Holy <laughs> shit <laughs> yeah, My fucking kids are gonna feel that And I can't have kids <laughs> like...
2: right? uh, Immediately all of my semen is dead
3: <laughs> <laughs> And and when they pass you You get hit in the fucking forehead By the truck nuts on the way by
2: <laughs> Oh exactly And then it finds the one stone on the highway And throws it directly in the center of your windshield
3: when I, I, So I moved I moved to Edmonton in 2010 And I had a uh, 2010 Ford Escape, and that thing was fucking immaculate because I was 21, and I was probably paying, like, fucking 12% interest. I'm like, I'm not getting this thing fucked at all. Literally, it's like, welcome to Alberta, fucking wild rose country, and my windshield cracked. (laughs) It's like, literally,
2: as you're driving into the province you're moving to, your windshield breaks. Yeah. That is... That's an omen for sure. Yeah, like... yeah. Well then
3: you gotta get you gotta have your out of province inspection, so then they're like, Hey motherfucker, you gotta get that safety. You can't drive oh, with that crack. I was like, Fuck if I did this two weeks ago I didn't have the fucking crack. Oh, Fix well, at least your I was shit. Play PST. You know, like Oh man. Well, we don't use salt here, so fucking get used <laughs> to the sand. Yeah, I'll get used to buying a windshield every fucking year. Oh man. Eventually though, you settle in, you become local, and then you're like, you know what, I'm Albertan? And they just drive with the crack in the windshield, <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> lights it is mm.
2: good times fuck.
1: um mick uh, along from uh living in or along with living in Winnipeg, you've lived in some far off lands you've you you've traveled and you've told I have me some, some incredible travel stories and i and i i i mean one of the biggest reasons I asked you to do this is because I feel like these are these are some fantastic tales and uh, firstly tell the folks who listen to this show where have you lived in the world
3: well uh, so without giving away too much about my personal life uh, I have seen a great many places in Canada all throughout my life uh, and my most interesting spot I lived for two years I was I had the grand privilege of being the whitest person on the continent of Africa where I lived in Nairobi Kenya for two years. So (laughs) I have seen the way other people live their lives and uh, how cultures are not always similar. And I have seen a grand many things that have made me think, what the fuck have I done with my life? (laughs) Or more specifically, what the fuck are they doing with theirs? I believe the story that you want to tell is actually speaking of the cultural differences in where some of us see death a little differently. So (laughs) I suppose I will open up with that one. Uh, it's, it's a bit of a morbid story, um, but again, it's, it's just the way people see things differently. So an employee of ours, uh, like I said, without giving away too much details, his gardener uh, had a heart attack one, one fine, lovely morning in Nairobi Canyon, and he passed away from it. So, you know, uh, very sad uh, stories happen, and things happen, uh, you know, things that we don't always want to deal with. Uh, but the way in Canada, if something like that happens, if an employee of yours were to perish, There would usually be some sort of investigation done where your house would likely be blocked off, people would be asked questions, a crime scene would be set up to ensure that they died of natural causes and that you didn't fucking murk them. In Kenya, this is not always the way, because time, my friend, is money. (laughs) So, (laughs) I had to go pick up the police officer, the, the local Kenyan police officer, uh, because they don't have very many vehicles. The ones that they do, they're generally too busy dropping other police officers off to go hike it, in the lovely word, while they're walking around carrying an AK-47 or a G3 rifle, and that's their, their their state of dress for the day. Well, we got to go pick up the detectives because they wanted to you know, investigate this sudden death. So myself being familiar in the way that these investigations are generally conducted, I would assume that we would have... Blocked the house off, and you know, made sure that there was no entry. Anyone who was in or out of the area would have been likely spoken with, and or at least recorded saying that he was in the house. Not so in Kenya, my friend. <laughs> so we pick these guys up, <clears throat> get out into the house, and we're like, okay, like this is this is what happened. This is uh, where where this poor you know passed away individual is. And <laughs> he says, okay, fine, sir. We will we'll go do our job. So I was sitting there at the door and he walks in. And he sits there <laughs> and puts his fingers on the guy's neck. And the poor guy, I mean he was at this point he was clearly not sleeping. And he turns the faces and looks at it and says he's dead, saw. <laughs> like, yeah, no shit. It's <laughs> like no shit. That's why you're here, man. Like yeah. like this this is why we got you. Like we're we we do not just pick up cops for a living. Like he's clearly he's not fucking breathing. Like you know, we would like you to conduct this investigation since he is a Kenyan and I am a Canadian and I cannot ensure that this is going to get done to your standards, right? <laughs> so his standards, he's like, yeah, he's, he's dead, sir. So. Yeah, so they start walking away. Like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Like, I, 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 I can't do this. And he's, I was like, aren't you guys going to, like, you know, get the scene or take pictures or something? So he's like, oh, yeah. Turns around, pulls his cell phone out of his pocket, Takes a picture of the poor fucker like laying dead on the bed, and <laughs> he's like, "Right, he's dead, son," and walks away. So we're like, what? Well, what the fuck do we do with him? Like, yeah. like, is, like an ambulance isn't gonna come get him because like you know he's not he's going dead. to be coming back. <laughs> like yeah. So they're like, uh, was like, "Do we call the coroner's office or you know maybe get someone to you know come collect his remains like a funeral home or something?" He's like, uh, no, you called the family. What, why would why, you waste your time? Call the family. They will come and get the body. <laughs> I was like, uh, I gotta make some phone calls, man. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> like... <laughs> stick it in the back of a Volkswagen or what? Like, basically. The weekend at Bernie's, man. So, and that's so, like, and that, that may be jarring to some people listening, right? So you're thinking, like, holy shit, you're talking about a, a, you know, a poor dead guy. Now, that being said, they do not see life the same way we do. And this was clearly apparent, obviously, on this one. Uh, However, I was driving to go get some barbecue. <laughs> and I'm thinking, you know, Kenyan, Africa, they're all about their neomachoma, which is like fucking amazing barbecued meat. So when like if you've got money in Kenya and you see a fat Kenyan, they'll, the the other Kenyans who are not that well off will look at you and, first of all, call you fat because that's they're very factual. You're like, you're fucking fat. And it's from neomachoma and beer. <laughs> like, you're like, yeah, so it is. <laughs> So I'm like, well, where's the best Neomachal went down? Because I could be the tourist, I could go down to the like the National Park area and go to a, a place called Carnivore, but they're going to charge you tourist fucking prices. And I'm like, man, I'm cheap as fuck. I want a good meal, but I want like the local experience. I've got another story about the local experience in a second. <laughs> So we go to, <laughs> we we go to this fucking this this place that's like in town. It's kind of in the middle and I don't I don't really like driving there cuz the traffic was fucking horrendous. Like it, it like if it was a 5 minute drive anywhere else, you're talking probably 45 55 minutes in traffic. So it's it, it was bad. So we get there, my buddy's driving and we start driving around and we're getting to like this intersection where there's a bunch of cars stopped and I look over and there's a fucking dude just laying at the side of the road. And I'm sitting, all the flies are floating around. I was like, that fucking guy's dead. That's, that's not a guy. That's a fucking dead body. And people are like, literally just walking around him, stepping over the poor prick as he's sitting there just rotting in the fucking street. And I'm like, man, this is for me as a you know born and raised Canadian fucking citizen. Even though I was born in Winnipeg. <laughs> like, like somebody, somebody <laughs> reached out to that guy's beneficiary, you know? Like. Right. And this guy was just fucking laying there dead. And I was like, now I have to eat barbecue. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That was the barbecue, though. Fucking fantastic! <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so the
0: other,
3: oh, the other uh, local local incident I was referring to. So again, uh, for for those of who have never seen a picture of me, and I'm sure that's most people. I I'm very, very white. Like I am an incredibly <laughs> pale piercing bastard. I'm fucking six foot four. I'm blonde and I've got a ginger fucking beard.
1: So <laughs> I you am stand out in a crowd is what you're saying.
3: Well especially when you're in Africa. So like I walk I walk into the uh, the mall there and they, uh, there was this little Persian place that I absolutely loved going and it was Kenyan owned and Onan operated. But uh, I really like the butter chicken because I'm white and I don't like. Oh, I thought I was gonna ask eggs. if they
2: sold rugs.
3: Right. So no, no, this is this is a Persian restaurant. Oh so, no, I'm Persian rug store. Gotcha. Yeah, that's that's that, that, that. You have to go other places for that. So that's that's tourism. They'll they'll just get you every time. They'll push you right in the unless you buy something. You're fucked. But yeah. <laughs> so I go get this butter chicken because I'm like, yeah, I like curry. The one fucking curry meal that a white guy will eat. <laughs> so I get the butter chicken. So, but I was like, all right, I've had this before. I was like, make it spicy. And don't give me that no white boy shit spicy. I want local spicy. Famous and he looked least. at me. Yeah. He looked at me like I was fucking stupid. <laughs> so yeah. he's like, are you sure, sir? I was like, <laughs> yeah. I said, I've eaten it. You've seen me, man. I live here. Like, like I want local spicy. He's like, your fucking funeral, man. So I sit down, and my ex-wife got the same thing. Next thing so you know, you're me. lying on the sidewalk. Oh, my. <laughs> so... I went from pale to beat ass red, but my pride was so fucking high. I'm like, I am as my, my as my face was on fire and I was sitting there pissing buckets. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna finish this fucking, I am gonna finish this meal because I said so. Finish mine, then I finish my ex's because I'm a fucking champion. And I shit fire for four fucking days.
1: <laughs> it was fantastic. <laughs> oh, so that's awesome. Oh. I feel, I feel like frequently on this show we talk about our, our buttholes just giving out. And <laughs> how... Dude, it's the
2: one thing we all have in common, man. Everybody it's,
1: poops. Yeah, like everybody poops. Haven't you seen in... that book? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> it, men in their thirties when their asshole just decides we're gonna play it by ear. Um, every day literally, like half an hour ago, I'm just walking down the hallway and I'm just fucking tooting away, and I swear to God. There, one that's more the first
2: problem right there. The audacity to just tune away and like just, <laughs> just expect you're gonna be okay. Man, you are thirty now, fucking pumpkin Yes, <laughs> My mistake. My just mistake. But her
1: seriously. You just letting her fly and I swear to God, at one point it was just like that last one was warm. <laughs> and then I fucking I I felt it and I clenched fabric like a, a bit. motherfucker and just, not quite. I checked. Yeah. <laughs> you're ter- you you're
2: prairie dog in the eh?
1: i was i had to run quick i've yeah. never i've never made that walk down that hallway before that was a close call that was a close call and i was in the living room like i <laughs> mick you've been in my apartment you know there's a bit of a distance between that just there cheeks and, and have the never washroom. been tighter eh yeah that well, is no, a long never. hallway especially when you're drunk and you gotta poop no yeah uh so, Mick, I, I got to ask, uh, in Africa, local restaurants, like local Canadian, North American restaurants, what's the difference? Uh, okay. We talk so, about food a lot on this show. So,
3: so, first of all, Kenyan KFC is fucking amazing. <laughs> like, holy shit. Kenyan fried chicken. <laughs> it is <laughs> fucking amazing. So, like, I'm not, if if I was to get a, if I was like, you know what, I want fucking fried chicken, and I was going here, I'd go to Popeye's. Because Popeye's has, if, for, for me, it's better, and I like the fucking, you know, eating the Sahara Desert and those fucking biscuits. Because it's buttery goodness, even if you really need a drink afterwards. Dude, can you, can throw you throw see? my
2: biscuit directly in the garbage every time. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm not, I
2: don't even, I'm not even, like, I, I get it, I'm like, what's the cost on this thing, you know? It's like a teaspoon
3: of flour, fuck it. And and yeah, but the pound of salt is fucking completely worth it. Oh, big salt <laughs> guy. Oh yeah, massive oh, yeah. salt guy. So Kenyan KFC, you have the difference between. Where you get the chicken. choice. Yeah, Kenyan Kenyan fried chicken, <laughs> you get the choice of getting like your regular, you know, Colonel's recipe chicken, and no one wants that because fuck, I've had that a billion times, right? Well, they've got spicy chicken too, and it's like it's like it, like the the spicy kenyan kfc <laughs> was fucking very similar to like what we would you know get from from uh, uh from popeyes so it was fucking delicious uh and their their fries are straight up i thought they were mcdonald's fries i was like these are not k- fucking kfc fries these are amazing like these are incredible these aren't the soggy shit that you're just sitting there picking out of the basket and then dumping it in gravy to feel something like <laughs> they, these are like mcdonald's <laughs> fucking fries <laughs>
2: Dude, I've been up. dumping it in gravy for a while. Right.
0: <laughs>
2: the problem is,
3: when you are a brand new resident of of a new country, especially a country across the world where your gastrointestinal tract has yet to fully adjust, you get what is colloquially known as the black mambas. <laughs> so... <laughs> the black mambas. So you get you get gastro and you get it fucking bad. So bad, in fact, that it may be the food or you might actually be sick. You're not too sure.
2: Just barking out dirt snakes, eh?
3: Oh, well, no. See, the difference is between a dirt snake and what I was (laughs) doing was the consistency. (laughs) (laughs) A dirt (laughs) snake. A dirt snake. So it's more like Pandora's box. Uh, Yeah. If you've ever shit your pants and it's like drinking fucking water, sure. <laughs> That's Pandora's box. So because of this gastrointestinal tract that, you know, may have been done by the local cuisine or it may have been just, you know, your guts are getting used to everything else because like we had to drink bottled water with everything. You couldn't drink the local tap water because it would fuck you up. I ended up one night really, really sick. And I think it was a mix between I had the flu, I had some Kenyan KFC, <laughs> and I was just overall <laughs> sick. So the three things you do not want to mix when you're a young man that's married. And I believe that Rylan knows where I'm going with this story. Oh,
1: I was hoping you were getting to this one.
3: So I laid down in bed after a day of shitting myself raw, and I was like, my God, that was a long day at work. I'm tired. (laughs) I fucking, I do not, I don't want to do this. I'm feeling pretty sick at this point. So I go to sleep. I have a decent rest. But usually, if you have to take a dump in the middle of the night, your guts will growl, and it'll let you know, hey, body, you're going to take a poop now. When you are that tired and that sick and that full of Kenyon KFC, my friend, you do not wake up. It's like a scene from Train Spotting, eh? Like, <laughs> oh, I wish it was only spotting. <laughs> so, I, so I fucking, clearly I shit myself at some point in the night because I roll over and that shit is fucking cold. And I was like, oh my god what's going on so i get up out of bed pull my ass up walk over to the bathroom i'm like oh my god and just expel everything that was left in my guts it's like three in the fucking morning it's like you know like this is this is i'm just dying i'm fucking embarrassed i'm like oh my god my pants are destroyed threw it in the fucking tub like there's no amount of toilet paper that was going to clean that mess up so i'm like okay well clearly i have to take a fucking shower now so i get up i start showering shit in the fucking shower could not stop (laughs) like i was so fucking sick So I'm, like, expelling my guts down the drain in the most fucking depressing waffle stomp known to man. And as I'm sitting there doing that, just hating my life, I'm like, oh, my God, what have I done to myself? Why do I live in fucking Africa? I am stupid. I get all cleared up. I go take my last Hail Mary, and I'm like, you know what? I think I'm good. I think I can go back to bed. Forgetting the fact that I shit my pants previously, and I don't know how long I was there for. So I walk out, and I was like, you know what? I'm smarter than this. I should probably check out to see if there's any damage. Remember, I was married at the time. <laughs> so I fucking go in. I'm sitting there like, well, I don't want to wake her up. You know, the sleeping, beautiful princess that she is. So I put the pillow on her head. You know, fast forward a few years. If I knew what was about to happen, I'd push a little harder. But I was like, this this- yeah. <laughs> And then I turn on the light as to not disturb her. And I sit there like... Oh, fuck, because at first I'm like, oh, hey, let's check this out. Let's see if there's anything, you know, sleep, princess, sleep. It's okay, it's okay. I just turn on light, like, get up! Get the fuck up! Get the fuck up! Because I destroyed the bed. (laughs) (laughs) And she wakes up in a haze. So, like, Africa's, like, Kenya, Nairobi specifically, has got a very high crime rate. So, like, you're always kind of living on the edge. But if you're sitting there at 3 in the morning screaming at your fucking now ex-wife, get up, wake up, (laughs) she's going to be scared. Not only that, when she looks down, she's going to yell at you, Michael, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's how so, I pooped the bed when I was, like, 28 so, years old.
2: <laughs> so what you're saying, then, is, like, KFC, Kentucky Fried Chicken, it's, like, 11 herbs and spices. But, like, Canyon Fried Chicken, there's, like, 13 or 14, there's a couple extra (laughs)
3: spices. Oh, here's the best part about the whole thing. It didn't matter how fucking sick it made me, it was worth it every fucking time. (laughs) It did that every time you ate it? Uh, For like the first year. It it got to so I had like the runs every fucking time I ate. That's good chicken, man. Yeah, so So I was like, ate this (laughs) chicken for a year, like knowing that you were gonna like destroy. Right. So I was working a night shift one time. I was like, you know what, fuck it. And they had uh, something very similar to like what we have with Skip the Dishes, so you could get food ordered in. And but they closed everything down at probably like eight o'clock. So I was working a night shift. I was like, you know what, fuck it. I'm getting I'm getting KFC. I don't care. I'm 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 working nights. There's no one here. If I gotta use the shitter, I'll use the shitter. It'll be fine. And I sat there waiting for my meal. Finish off your shift. Oh, yeah. Smash that entire fucking. Smash that entire bucket of chicken and the fries of the whole fucking nine yards. And I sit there. And I didn't have to shit. I was like, oh my God. I'm used to it now. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, uh, you're like, uh, Mr. Burns. Eh? I'm invincible. Oh, yeah. It was, it was the awakening. I tell you, though, when I got back to Canada drinking fucking Tim Hortons Double Double. <laughs>
1: That's, Tim Hortons is the only coffee that Canadians have just been like, we accept it. We, we know it tastes like someone put a cigarette out in the coffee, but we accept it. But it's ours, goddammit! <laughs> exactly! We sell hockey cards here. Oh. Ryan Reynolds wants to buy the Ottawa Senators. And I'm here for it. And the reason I'm here for it is because I'm happy with a millionaire who does fun shit with their money because that's what I want to see if if I see a guy who's got way more money than me I want to see him walking around having fun doing fun shit with his money I don't want to see him invest it boo that's fucking boring as shit you want to buy a hockey team
2: a hockey you team you can't build a dick shaped rocket and fly it into space because Elon Musk already
1: did that <laughs> exactly well that takes billions <laughs> ask Kanye <laughs> oh, oh fuck that's the other thing man Whew. The Kanye, uh, he that guy was uh, not penetrable for a long time. He could say outlandish shit and, ridic- and ridiculous things, but man, the the he has fallen a hell of a tumble in the last like two months. I will say, my God, Adidas took his shoes. The man's walking around shoeless in Los Angeles right now. It's it's brutal. It's you, brutal. You
3: want to see a good coverage of it, man? Literally watch the Chappelle skit on SNL because he covers it. Fan fucking tastically.
1: As he does most things. Says he, says, he, he, says
3: all the things we'll get in trouble for saying. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but no, yeah, it, it is it, it's wild to see somebody just like take quite that tumble. Whew. Um DK we watched some James Bond movies. This is correct. Some films were had. And and and, and how did you enjoy said movies? Let's let's start let's start with uh with Skyfall. So
2: um, yeah. hit the sky
1: firstly let's let's talk about it because we opened the show talking about the music <coughs> so we are in the we're
2: in the uh yeah daniel craig series here yes. uh, we already did the first two this is two and uh three and four now actually if i do the math correctly and then on our final our next show will be yegan's eve and the final james bond show
1: Yes, I'm very excited to watch this movie, especially after watching these two back to back today. Which, because of course, as usual, I I wait till the last minute to watch these movies, and then I power through them on a Tuesday.
2: Also, the cool for, thing for me now is that it is actually like legitimately the last will be like the last James Bond movie that I have to see, and then I've seen all of them. Also, right? Because yes. there were some of the old ones yes. that we watched that I had never seen before. Right? So the fact that this is literally like, what do you do for the last two years? I oh, will watch shit about James Bond. You know, like whatever.
1: Well, hey, like honestly, we we've so, we've watched generations go by throughout watching the, and I'm very happy we did not do this in order, because I feel like if we had to, you know, spend like three, four episodes in the '60s, it would have it would have been difficult. That's true. What are That's you true. Trying yeah. To say there. Yeah. I'm I, trying to say that that man, while he was a good James Bond, had some questionable shit going him. on in those movies. Are you
3: trying to say that sometimes she deserves it?
2: Oh man. The best part of that interview is when you come back and she asks him if he regrets it, and he's
0: like,
2: "No." And you're like, "This guy's no chill." Like it's, fuck,
1: man, it was a different age, dude. It was a different age. That was that was the same year he won an Oscar. Yeah, and now
3: same year, it's now 2022, and they're trying to fucking cancel him for it. It's like he doesn't give a shit. He's gonna be dead soon. Fuck, he
1: is dead. Oh shit yeah, he, <laughs> yeah. he, yeah, he died. Yeah. He died about a year and a half that's ago. That's right, that's yeah. right. Yeah, so they're trying to cancel like, the think, fucking dead man.
2: Like was it wasn't it was it COVID that killed him? Or no?
3: Oh
1: uh, I Google mean like it was around that time. Again. He was ninety.
2: Yeah, I mean fuck. That's old enough. If I
3: make it to ninety I'll be like fuck, still? Like how many days are there?
1: <laughs> yeah, he died so, he died he died on Halloween twenty twenty. At ninety years Halloween. old. So it wasn't the world hadn't quite been taken over by COVID yet. Yeah,
3: clearly. And that's obviously how the... Uh, oh,
1: wait. No, it had. It definitely oh, had. Oh,
3: yeah. No, no. We were fucking balls deep into it. But yeah. that's that's just so uh, how, how gravely it affected. I forgot the death of the great Sir Sean Connery. <laughs> exactly.
2: That's okay. He won't take it personally.
3: <laughs> just like that interview or trying to be attempts at being canceled. I don't think he fucking cares. No, exactly. No.
1: Definitely not. Definitely uh, not. not. not that guy had so much bravado in that interview about everything he said, like I think you might get some mail from this. What if I get some free mail? Yeah. Just yeah. like <laughs> Jesus Christ. Just every comment like, anyway. he made
3: was testosterone. Yeah. Amazing you
1: can
2: even sit down with balls that big, you know? Like, Jesus
1: <laughs> <laughs> Skyfall, gentlemen. Skyfall. Let the sky fall. Let it crumble. And Let Adele sing a song Yes let's start with that Adele fucking fantastic Adele is yeah. sexy as fuck She's got
2: such fuck. a great voice
1: Like uh, she could tell me She could sing me anything She could sing me the fucking news every day And I feel like I'd be in a more pleasant mood
0: Yeah.
2: Well, but no watch definitely
1: Definitely um, Like way well, Firstly way better than the song from Quantum of Solace but uh, definitely one of the Bond songs that I feel like I, I keep in a high regard. Mick, do you have an opinion on this?
3: It's fucking fantastic. Basically, you said it, man. Adele can sing just about anything, and I'll sit there falling asleep with a smile on my
1: face and be like, all right, all right, controversial opinion. Fat Adele or skinny Adele? I don't. I think it doesn't matter for me. Just the voice. That's, it's the voice. And also, right? Sure. I, yeah. And, yeah. and and uh i like i bought my mom a live concert dvd of hers and we sat down to watch it and this is like what she was like just uh, just after rolling in the deep comes out and she is so much fun to watch on stage she's swearing she's smoking cigarettes like she doesn't give a fuck she's, she's got so a fucking fantastic
3: roll. catalog like all of her songs are fucking fire
1: yeah. yeah oh yeah and it's amazing that you've she's made that style of music relevant in this day and age where everything is <laughs>
3: you fucking mumble rap? Dude, that's a banger. Write that down. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're going to make your big break yet, yeah, man. That's it. That's <laughs> it. Good well, the podcasting party. thing is over. I'm making house music now. Skyfall.
2: Honestly, honestly, Skyfall, this is actually, I think, probably one of my favorite intros. So that's some of the other ones like, I kind of like phase out a little bit. You know, because I've watched you know a billion James Bond movies now, and it's like oh yeah, whatever, it's uh, but I'm like uh, oh this is this is a fun intro, I liked it.
3: I th- I think it's probably, and this might fucking get some hate, but I think it is on, if not better than Live and Let Die.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I I definitely agree with that. Um, or like so this this movie opens with. uh Bond chasing this guy down, riding motorcycles all over the the roofs of where where were were they like Rome or Italy or something like that. Uh, uh, no, uh, maximum, no, that was the, uh, that was uh, the other uh, one. The,
2: the Grand Grand Bazaar is in where is that? is that India. No,
1: where
2: is?
1: Yeah, we don't have a Jamie. Yeah. Yeah,
2: Jamie looked that up. It's, no, that's Stonewall. That's not what I'm wanting. Oh, Istanbul.
1: Turkey. <laughs> Istanbul. Okay. Yeah, that's not Constantinople. Um Istanbul, this scene is just incredible. Like <laughs> 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 And it's Bond. <laughs> it's Bond and uh who you find out later is what uh Moneypenny, Eve Moneypenny. Um Who, by the way, this is like one of my favorite renditions of Money Petty.
2: You missed missed the key part, though. Because the key part is like the foundation of this movie. Because he's chasing down this guy that stole a digital list, right? Yeah. -hmm. Which on the list contains like all the information of every MI6 agent.
1: Right. So they're ch- they're chasing this guy down for this list. Yeah. And Bond gets into this scene where he's he's having a battle with him on top of a train that's moving. And Moneypenny's got to make a shot and he keeps cutting back to M who's just like, take the fucking shot! She's just an old cranky bitch in this movie. Just <laughs> like, take the, take the shot. fucking shot! Old Sean Sean take March. him! Yeah! yeah. <laughs> 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 Judy Dench isn't fucking around in Skyfall. <laughs> so she takes the shot and I believe Mick pointed out that uh, she's a terrible shot Uh, because she 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 missed completely and hit Bond and that just took him right off this train bad guy gets away and it cuts to Adele welcoming us to this film not only
3: did she as as fucking James Bond drowns
2: yeah and not only did she hit Bond but she didn't shoot through him and hit the other guy which would have been you know a plausible you know that would have worked
1: yeah, she just sucks at shooting.
2: Yeah, she shot only Bond.
1: And it makes it was, it's funny at the end when she she talks about how she's she's giving she's not working back to the field. I'm like, yeah, she just came to terms with the fact that she shot him and she probably shouldn't be shooting guns. Right. <laughs> she's she taking the desk job.
3: Well, that and then a, like between that scene and a scene that happens far later in the movie, which I'm sure we'll talk about. I mean, there's probably some really pissed off feminists in
1: this movie. <laughs> Uh, DK, what are your what are your uh, overall thoughts on Skyfall?
2: Dude, I loved it. Like I think like, this is honestly, I thought I put a nine and a half bags of popcorn out of ten bags of popcorn for this movie.
3: It was fantastic. I, lo- I loved it. Like yeah, this-
2: the only reason why I didn't give it ten is because I'm holding out under the expectation that the last one is a ten, and if it's not, I'm gonna never do this podcast again. And no. I'm kidding. <laughs> but uh I don't know um, like so I just I've been hanging on to that that 110 for the one that's best yet but I mean this was pretty awfully close I thought that this movie was well done in every part and I thought that the action scenes were great and I actually really like Daniel Craig like and it's I don't want to say yes. he's like in on, and well he's pretty he's in line with like one of my favorite bonds at this point you know cuz yeah, he can Yeah he he
1: might take you know. the number 1 spot like by the time we're done with this like I I feel like he's got a a real Good chance to replace uh, Pierce Brosnan for me. Yeah, but um, getting a little bit more into this this movie. Um, <laughs> that's gross. So essentially, they're looking for this list and who's trying to take it. And we come to find out that uh, it's this guy who uh, whose name what, what the hell is his name? Uh, Mr. Silva is, I believe, yeah, what they were it. referencing. Javier Bardem, who I know. Yeah. DK, you you love this guy because No Country for Old Men. You love that movie.
2: That's like one of the best movies ever, and this guy is such a good actor. Like. He plays oh the God. role so well, like, and he's like the perfect Bond villain in like a lot of different ways. Plus, his yeah. face looks super fucked up when he takes that thing out of his mouth. He's
3: <laughs> like, oh, that's gross, you know, his character was so fucking suave, man. He's just like he he oozed secret agent. You know, it's like, oh, this is what fucking he's he's yeah. after it, man. He is fucking after it.
2: Which we find out that he actually used to be a secret agent. And he was one of M's favorites at one point in time, but then was like presumed dead. She traded like James him to the Bond Chinese. Hat. Yeah, she <laughs> traded him to the Chinese. That's right. That's right. She traded him to the Chinese.
1: And and they melted his face after. Or no, sorry, no. He he admits that he tried that to kill he tried to take with a
2: cyanide s- thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it and instead just melted his face. Yeah, he yeah. survived. Um, when they introduce this character, that scene where Bond's tied up and he just comes down the elevator and he slowly gets closer and closer and closer. That's like the that
2: thirty-minute story about those rats. Like as he walks all the yes. way down the whole <laughs> thing. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I thought that was genius because, like, the whole movie, you're wondering who this guy is. You don't see his face for like the first like 45, 50 minutes of this film, right? So, yeah. like, as he's walking towards Bond, I'm like, this is a, an amazing way to introduce a villain. He like some, like he, fucking he crazy w- Doctor Evil vibes, man. Yeah. Yes. Oh yes, yeah. Definitely. Uh, but he wants to go after M. So eventually they they do catch him. So they, the, before that they catch him in this scene where his lover and and Bond they you know as as Bond usually do does he uh, smashes he takes the bad her. girl. <laughs> yeah.
3: On the boat. I mean, I I feel we're missing something there, because there's that kick-ass casino scene there when he, like, sits there to rescue her, because she's, like, sold into the sex tree. And it's like, these men are going to kill you. And we're like, he's fucking James Bond. He, like, sits there, he takes his mic out, he puts in a money pennies drink, like, stop fucking listening, sits there, seduces the shit out of this broad, gets in a fight, kicks the shit, and kills everyone in the room, and then goes and bangs this chick that we find out is the super bad guy's mistress, like, or wife, or
1: whatever it is. Like, he's just like, get her. And then I, I want to point out I, I want to point out Before you go, go on That uh, Death by um, wh- What are those Like uh, Something dragons um, Komodo dragon Komodo dragons <laughs> Death by Komodo <laughs> that dragon fight man Yeah Just Terrifying They just pull him into the cave <laughs> And you just don't know What happens after that
2: Just grabs the guy By the ankle man Like I had yeah. a dream That night I was getting pulled off My bed And there was a Komodo dragon <laughs> On there
3: it just turns out it was the old fucking swamp monster. <laughs> yeah, classic. <laughs> oh Christ! All right, so, so from that, like I said, I mean, we've skipped a shit ton in the movie, but it was, it was, it was fantastic. It had all sorts of action scenes and everything else. But like that was like this is like about the middle of the movie. So the bad guy fucking captures him. He's all tied up. He does his old monologue on the rats and all this other shit. And then they go outside, and he's like. So, so so, because Bond was shot and he was all fucked up, they didn't know if he was able to go back into so service. So he did all the testing and all the mental shit, and he's doing the like the PT test and the shooting shit. And he fails the tests. but M says, nah, he's good, fucking, he's 007. He's <laughs> he passed everything. He's good to go. So she fakes it. Well, so bond is pretty fucked up but now he realizes because he just told him he's like m lied about everything you didn't pass shit and i was like your marksmanship sucks he's like so we're gonna go test your marksmanship so they yeah. go outside and he gets this old fucking like you know 1800s fucking flintlock pistol and strapped to the stone is the bad guy's mistress slash chick that bond was banging like literally the previous scene like an hour bef- ago bef- not even It was like 10 yeah. fucking minutes it was like just before yeah. the monologue <laughs> so they sit there she's all chained up and uh bond's sitting there pointing the pistol because uh, he's got a, she's got a glass of whiskey that's on her head and it's like the the first one to knock the glass off her head wins and so bond's sitting there and he's shaking and he doesn't want to sit there and shoot her because he knows his shot's not the greatest and he pulls the shot and it shoots like the rock beside her head So he's sitting there, and she, like, breathes a sigh of relief. He fucking's like, my turn. Shoots her either in the face or in the throat or whatever. Knocks her over. (laughs) The glass knocks off the fucking ground, shatters it. He's like, looks like I win. And I'm sitting there pissing my pants laughing. I was like, wow. They did that Bond girl fucking dirty. And not only that, it was just so they could say the fucking cheesiest line in the entire movie. He's like, that's a waste of good whiskey. (laughs) Yeah. I was like... A human being just died here. She's yeah. dead, sir. Oh
2: my <laughs> <God>. <laughs> oh, it um, doesn't even try to shoot the glass, he yeah. uh, just shoots her.
1: You know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He he knew what he was getting into. Um, so getting getting through this movie, uh, we uh, we get to like the end sequence where they've captured him after this scene, and he, he eventually gets out by hacking into MI6. Uh, and he goes after M, which Bond decides that he's going to protect M by taking her to his old childhood home, uh, Skyfall. And it turns out that the Butler, Skyfall, is still there, many Basically years he's after. He's Hagrid. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. He's he's just the, he's the, what do they call? It? He's like the gatekeeper. He, he's of the Skyfall. grounds
2: groundskeeper. Sure. And he just like looks I, after Bond's old like family property, I guess
1: sure but like my my question is uh why why many years after his parents death was he just still living at this house he had a fantastic payroll and benefits and
3: maybe he was working towards his pension Rylan you never know
1: <laughs> uh, I guess they had also
2: <laughs> just sold it too so maybe he was like just like That's hanging true. out in there for like nostalgia reasons
1: so he takes M there uh, in the old car he grabs the old the, the original bond car the OG uh, Austin, Aston Martin Yes, and uh, he takes her back up there, and they basically, they they know that they're they home alone. The
2: shit out of this house. Fucking it, right? They yes, do. yeah, yes,
1: they do. Uh, this old guy just. Yes, we're going to take him down then, uh, and he just. They have one gun. They have one fucking gun, and the rest yeah. of the like M's making fucking bombs with they have the Hager's fucking land. shotgun,
2: and they had yeah. his and dad's, dad's had old hunting rifle. rifle. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. Was,
3: was a fucking sick ass not. side by side three hundred eight fucking he like sits there oh and magically he's got his marksmanship fucking principles back oh because he sits there and fucking just nails it like he's like well can you still shoot james and he's like bam bam what do you do for a living (laughs) like well he just chased a fucking bad guy like a super mega bad guy that just hacked the mi6 ran through the london subway ate shit as he came off the fucking stairs and still managed to get away so bond's kind of a big deal
1: Oh, I love that scene where he's chasing him through the fucking subway and Bond goes down the escalator sliding down and just lands on his feet and keeps running. Yeah, but like, the guy fucking... The fuck, man? Like,
3: he keeps running, but the guy, when he goes down there, he eats shit as hard as oh, he yes. really fucking
1: possible. And yes, I'm pissed it,
3: myself laughing because he just bounces and gets up and keeps running.
1: You know he took that stunt too. He's like, no, nah, this seems like it's going to be fun. Boom! Ow! Oh, that was good. <laughs> <boom. laughs> so yes, uh, M's making like fucking... Uh, bombs with with uh ammo and fucking lights and nails And basically they send this small army after them and they take them down uh and then he shows up in a helicopter with some fucking rock song playing in the background um boom boom that- boom boom
3: <laughs> that was that actually kind of gave some old country or uh fucking you know what i'm trying to say here no country for old men. That's the one. That's a hard fucking yeah. word to say. That, that had some serious of the same vibes going on. And then he lands, and he's like th- the fucking Prince of Persia coming off the fucking chopper, and starts like shooting and blowing the fucking Skyfall to pieces.
1: Um, They eventually get uh, M and uh, the groundskeeper out. What was the groundskeeper's name again? Oh, King, I Kincaid? Oh, I can't fucking yeah. remember. Yeah, something like that. Okay, so Kincaid and M get out, and they're they're headed towards the chapel, which has like a secret passage. And Bond defends a bunch more, and it, it gets to the point where he comes face to face with uh, Mister Silva, and uh, basically Mister Silva gives him some poetic like whatever line, and his henchmen are behind Bond, and Bond just shoots himself, shoots the ice that he's standing on, goes into uh, like goes underwater with the guy, and somehow survives this. I don't think I've ever heard of somebody falling through ice and surviving. Like that seems like a real rough time. He's fucking 007. Um, I guess that's that's where we're getting to. Um, but so but anyway, this is
2: like Scotland, right? It's true. So there's no way that that water temperature would be as cold as it, like
3: yeah yeah yeah. Too, that cold. that shit ain't happening. You fall through the locks in Winnipeg, you're yeah. fucked. <laughs> yeah, like honestly, <laughs> the fact that the fact
2: that he could actually like walk on the ice was you know, I don't know if if, if the ice gets that thick in Scotland.
1: Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so also, th- this never
2: mi- been. Have no actual idea. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Mick, have you been to Scotland? I uh,
3: know I've been to Ireland, in like fucking February, and we were literally wearing like spring. It was like five degrees out. So if, sc- if Scotland's like further east than uh, than Ireland is, but I don't think it gets much more colder than that. Yeah. Who fair knows, enough. man? Maybe the sky falls on the mo- mountains or something. Yeah, like, who knows? Exactly.
1: There's no ice um, in Scotland at all. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Silva gets into the chapel. He finds M. Who's who's hurt? Who's hurt? She got shot at some by, point by one of his cronies. That's yeah. right. And he's like, uh, "What did they like, do what?
3: to you?" <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, no. And then he he goes to shoot her, but he can't do it. So what he does he what does he do? He wants her to shoot both of them. And he puts puts his head ag- or cheek against her cheek, and it's about to happen. And then Bond throws a fucking knife through this guy's back, looks at him, and goes, "Last remaining rat." <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Yeah.
0: Oh, uh, I hated then, that uh, line though.
2: No. <laughs> like it was good, but I just didn't <laughs> like it. Either. He should have been like, that motherfucker!"
3: Yeah, surprise, cocksucker!
2: Exactly. Some fries, motherfucker.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then fucking m dies anyway it's like what the yeah. fuck yeah yeah so they, they they kill off M. however they did have ralph fines in this movie and he was kind of like being groomed the entire film to kind of take over and that's the end of the movie as you find out money penny is the girl who shot him at the beginning of the movie he goes in to see the new m and yeah. uh it's uh it's this guy who uh you know we we forgot this whole scene in the courtroom Mallory. where the, the, a gun a gunfight went on. But I'm giving this one a nine. This is this is a great film. It was good. out of uh, ten bags of popcorn. Mick, what would you give this one?
3: Uh, you know, so it's been many 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 fucking years since I've watched a James Bond flick, and I've never actually seen any any of the Daniel Craig ones. So, with that in mind, I'll give it a solid nine because it was really good. And with hindsight involved after seeing <laughs> the one right after this, like. You know, the, the very next day It's it's, it's a solid nine Because it was a fucking It was just awesome It was really good And Daniel
1: Craig, for sure Like, he wears that James
3: Bond mantle Very fucking well
1: Getting into the sequel The direct sequel, Spectre We'll hit the music right away Sam Spectre. Smith with his song <laughs> <laughs> Sam Smith, what did you think, DK? What did you think of this song? <laughs> no, no, not for you, eh? I-
2: yeah. It was just it was kinda like, okay, whatever. It was underwhelming compared to the other one.
3: It's not fucking it's Adele. True. That's what it, that's no. what's wrong with it. That's yes. true. <laughs> that's
1: true. Um and this movie was not Skyfall. Uh however, the I like Mick, you found this opening sequence in the helicopter just you, you said it was too much and stupid. I man. thought it was fantastic. It was James
3: Bond, man. Like, it was fucking classic, like, okay, that shit would never fucking happen. And when they're doing the old loop-de-loops and he's flying all over the place and he's trying to kill the fucking helicopter pilot, I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, before the, the helicopter, was, he wasn't doing shit to him. No, I mean, until eventually he turns around and tries to shoot him. But, I mean, like, you know, that fucking happens. Like, some dude's killing your dude in the back there. Like, come on, man, I'm getting paid for this shit. Fuck off. <laughs> but...
1: I don't know. It was cool, DK. man. It was just too much. Dk this opening helicopter scene.
0: Yeah,
2: I mean, I would I would agree that it's too much, but in some of the other James Bond movies, it's not like as far fetched as some of the other shit is. Because some of the stuff you watch, you're like, what? You know? You remember so, when
1: we watched Die Another Day and he had he was racing in the car that could go faster than the speed of time or whatever it is. It breaks the, <laughs> time, the, the, the time barrier.
2: No, don't remember that.
1: <laughs> 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 well, needless to say, that's happened in a movie. So, like this, this, this scene for me was more realistic than that. I suppose. I suppose. I definitely um, thought it was
2: outlandish, but you know, it wasn't like, yeah, it wasn't like Fast and Furious crazy, you know.
3: Yeah, that's no, fair. Definitely that's not. fair. As as far as James Bond goes, like I said, as much as you're like, okay, that shit would never happen. and This is James Bond. At least it was yeah. like, it was chill. It had some chill. <laughs> At least it was
2: super realistic, you know?
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would totally fucking happened, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I will say, though, when the guy falls out of the helicopter, I was really surprised that the blades didn't chew him to shit, because that uh, would have been a perfect scene for, like, a pink mist scene. That's pretty
2: traditional. I, I do like, though, how the-, the blades, as it flew into the building, like, made nice, even cuts through the brickwork.
3: Right? Yeah, because that would happen, yeah. for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm like, how fast are these things going? <laughs> like... So fucking adamantium, making out of fucking helicopter blades now. Right? <laughs> that shit would have fucking chopped Wolverine in half. <laughs> like...
1: So, uh, upon re- returning to London, um, basically Bond's suspended by M, um, and he was technically he was, was on a
2: holiday, and then he just like breaks a bunch of shit and causes a million dollars for like the Mexico City,
3: and yeah. kills <laughs> it, it, <laughs> kills so many people while they're running through the fucking. The the Quite Day of lot. the Dead, <laughs> like, yeah. it's like holy shit.
2: Quite a lot.
1: Uh, <laughs> so he gets suspended. He meets this uh, Max Den Denbe, who he he ends up calling C, um, and that's pretty much once you hear his name once, he's referred to as C by every other character for the rest of this film. Um, and this guy wants to basically come in and get rid of the Double O section in MI6 and just use drones. And I'm just like, oh fuck, it's Musk. Yeah, it's fucking Elon Musk, It's <laughs> little brinch Musk. Um, so MI six and MI five are coming together, and basically, uh, it look it looks like t- a change is coming. But and Bond suspended, and uh, he goes to CQ. Um, if I'm missing anything, guys, please fill me in. He goes to CQ to uh, essentially be told that he's not getting any gadgets, except for this watch that he gets that does come into play later um and uh so it, it, <laughs> he sees this car and like they, 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 this is one of the most beautiful james bond cars i think i've seen ever like i don't know how you guys feel about this one but like out of all the cars that this guy's driven like this one stood out to me stood out to all Bond right, just, too. <laughs> yeah it did it did definitely did um basically he asked money penny and uh and uh, Q to help him kind of disappear for a little bit, and he goes to the funeral of this. So, or sorry, we find out that the reason that he was going after this guy to begin with was because M, in her dying wish, was for him to continue doing work for her, because this lady can't stop working, even dead, <laughs> and which is a joke I believe they made in the film. Um, so uh, Money, Penny, and and Q reluctantly help him, um, and he goes to Rome to attend this guy's funeral. Uh, and he <laughs> then seduces this guy's wife. Yeah, he's uh, so good at that. <laughs> like, he just talks to her like shit at the funeral, and then 15 minutes later, he's just fucking her. Yeah. And i have just Kills like, a bunch of
2: guys that are trying to kill her.
3: Yeah, uh, that's true. And then he and bangs the shit over. Her. And he killed the fucking husband. It was her, it was, right. she was, she was like... The, so that's the right. Reason, the reason why that's they were there at the funeral... part of the plan. It's because he <laughs> killed her fucking husband. And then, like... Yeah. He's like basically talking about how like he treated her like shit or whatever and then he's like and then he fucks her and she's like totally into it. Like, yeah, you killed my husband. I'm a fucking morning thing. Put that in me. Do it now. Like (laughs) (laughs) Give me that double (laughs) O seven. Well, it's more like a double four and a half.
1: (laughs) But if I fuck you twice it's a double (laughs) oh (laughs) nine. So she spills the beans on this Franz Oppenhauser. Um and, uh, he's given the order to assassinate the Pale King, who is Mr. White, who we know from Casino Royale and Quantum of Solace. Um, and, uh, basically, yeah, he fucks her. And what happened to this lady? Did <laughs> she die? I can't even remember, man.
3: I think he just left after. Like, I think he was Yeah, he gone. just, he just All ghosted right. the shit out of her. She's like, give me that 007. And he's like, "Yeah, who this F- New phone. Who dis? <laughs> <Like, laughs>
1: <laughs> fuck. Um... Sorry, so I have to go after back. he
2: finds that that trans guy or no
1: he goes to the meeting right yeah yeah with white and when he goes to this meeting it's just it look basically it looks like the illuminati is getting together to talk about what what they're doing to the world next um and then this guy comes out and he's kept in the shadows um and Basically, they decide that they need a new hitman to go take out Mr. White. Uh, And this one guy's like, I will do it. I will be strong. And then uh, Dave Bautista, former WWE World Heavyweight Champion, Dave Bautista. The fucking animal tracks the Destroyer. Yes, yes. Walks out. Fucking
2: sharp-ass thumbs that guy.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He had, like,
2: these pointy, like, little knives on his thumbs. And he just picked that guy up and he just stuck his thumbs in his head. It's his coke nail. Yeah. He had two (laughs) on each thumb.
3: Double bumps.
1: (laughs) Snorted those fucking eyeballs out. (laughs) So he shows up, kills the guy, as as DK very delicately uh, described. Um. (laughs) Double bumps. That's the name of this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Um. (laughs) <laughs> and then yeah, it's decide- and then, and then uh, all of a sudden this uh, this guy like he basically says hello to James who's standing in the, on a balcony in a crowd of people. He just knows exactly where he is. And James tries to get out of there. Uh, and this guy stands in front of him. when he tried to get into the building, he's like, "Who are you?" And he's like, Mickey fucking Mouse, Who are you?" So this guy's standing behind him going, "Hello, Mickey Mouse." And <coughs> James Bond, you know takes him out and quickly gets away. Uh, takes off in his car Batista chases him in his car And it just leads to this like 45 minute car chase Where Bond is learning more information And also trying to evade This guy, this big muscly man Who looks like he was very uncomfortable In this tiny seated car Yeah. Like that whole car he chase just, like look this... uncomfortable in that suit man <laughs>
3: <laughs> And he realized Bond also realized that the guns that were in that car Were not fucking loaded <laughs> Pretty, you see, he stole the car, didn't he? Oh, yeah. He did. He did yeah. steal the car. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, he forgot so to fucking they, load they, up on ammo. Like they put this stole, uh,
2: he, they put this blood in him or whatever to have a tracking on him. So that's how Q's helping him. Like he's helping him by uh just temporarily disabling his like GPS coordinates with this special blood that they injected into him. And then he stole he like, kinda took the car. Right, 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 right.
1: Yeah. Right. And and the best part is too, is he so he takes this car and he drives from London to Rome in like twenty-four hours. Mm. I don't never been to Europe. I don't know if London to Rome it's, is possible in twenty-four yeah, hours. Yeah, it's possible. Is it? Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. Well, so he put in his work to get to this funeral. But moving forward, um, so obviously this guy identifies him, and he knows Bond, and we don't know quite at this point why he knows Bond. But Bond then uh eventually meets or goes to meet this Mr. White guy who's like living in this apartment that just looks like run down, dirty, and just like it just it doesn't look like a fun place to live. Uh 19
2: and a half hours by car.
1: Jesus Christ. Yeah, no, really nineteen did.
2: hours and thirteen
3: minutes. Yeah, he got he he took those double bumps, he made it there in one shot. Oh, oh he was cruising, <laughs> man. <laughs>
2: No stopping for coffee,
3: eh? <laughs> Not at any Tim Hortons.
1: <laughs> so he, see, he finds Mr. White. Mr. White and him have this exchange where he Bond tells him he basically knows Mr. White has a daughter, and he's like, you'll never find her. She's too clever. And he's just like, I could protect her. i would give you my word. What does your word mean? And he puts his gun on the I'm table. I'm going to bang her, too. <laughs> yeah puts his gun on the table and mr white just takes this opportunity to be like all right protect her and then blows his fucking head off yeah um, and then so bond winds up in this lady's office um, and she he basically just has this normal conversation with her until the point where he tells her what he does for a profession at which point she knows all right where's my dad so i'm just imagining that that those years growing up like somebody shows up and you know they kill people they're like oh well dad's at work again dad's working that chick is giving a
3: lot of money to counselors
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. shit so they end up escaping to get or sorry sorry, no she gets she gets captured because she basically wants him out of the office and uh then another car chase ensues where Bond finds a plane and chases down these SUVs and uh I don't know about you guys, but this is this is the one where I was just like, okay, this is ridiculous. Because there's a point where he shoves the nose of the plane into the back of one of the SUVs. She's in the back seat, and she doesn't have a scratch on her. Not a he fucking He literally scratch.
2: crashes a plane through the tra- trees into the Jeep that she's in and somehow just gets out of the plane and, and grabs her, and she's fine, and he's fine, and they just, like, run away. Christ, and she's mad at him.
3: I'm surprised he you know. didn't get out of the plane going, woo. Yeah, take that, motherfuckers! Survived another one, but you know, so so like the, the the landing the plane on the highway and fucking crashing it is is no, that's too much. But you know, doing barrel rolls in a fucking helicopter, shit's going over That that that's no, sure not the
2: landing the plane on the highway. It's the smashing the plane into the car she's literally in. <laughs> okay, that's fair
3: and not only that
2: it was like that was a fucking pointy ass plane. That was no regular ass plane. Yeah. Like,
1: yeah, that 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 shit would have shattered her back in seconds. How she didn't like fucking have like, she she would have been paralyzed for sure, for sure. But no, she's walking. She's she's mad at him, and he's like, "You're in shock." I'm like, "No shit, you probably just fucking took her spine down a peg." No shit.
3: Not the blowing of the back out that she was expecting from James Bond.
1: Yeah. Um, so they uh, she leads them to this like what uh, this hotel room where her basically she's like so they, my parents came here to, to fuck.
2: find. They're trying to find Lamerican, is what he's, yes. he's. she's trying to help him find Lamerican, and he thought, thinks like Lamerican's a person, but turns out it's a place, and it is a hotel room in Tangier. Or It's a hotel in Tangier, and it's a room that they used to go to as family, on like vacations kind of thing.
1: Okay, all right. All I remember her saying was that they came here for the honeymoon, and then they came every year after. And then they, br- and then she's like awkwardly looks, looks at him, and goes. And then they started bringing me, and I was just like, "Ugh, <laughs> uh,
3: <laughs> this is a fucking, this is a different type of island, clearly, right?" So, so they
2: find in the hotel room, and then it uh, turns out there's like a there's like a secret room in that hotel room, or or, or condo, or whatever the fuck this place is. And it's got a whole bunch of like this weird, like random, like secret agent shit all in the walls and stuff.
1: Yes, uh, but before this, you you did this—the fact that these two got drunk. He he smashed up the uh, the fucking room, and he found a bottle of something in the wall, and just started drinking it. She was already hammered on red wine, and she stands up at one point and she does the worst acting I've ever seen in my life, and goes, "Oh." And he catches her, and she just looks at him and goes like, "If you think you're coming anywhere near me, I will kill you." And I'm just like, "You are the most unconvincing person I've ever seen trying to convince Daniel Craig that you didn't want him to smash you." <laughs> so she passes out, and that's when he finds this. Like he he, he watches a mouse. He he <laughs> holds a mouse up at gunpoint. <laughs> yeah. <And laughs> yeah. Give me all the your money. Answers, Watch the bullets go into the wall. (laughs) What does your
3: daddy, and what does he do? Yeah, it's probably Silva,
1: (laughs) the other (laughs) rat. (laughs) Oh fuck! So she wakes up. She's she's suddenly sober as a Jaybird. Like she's just like she's she's helpful in the room, and she switched into a nighty just after you know, like falling asleep. I'm just like, who changed her? Like that's some creepy ass James Bond shit.
2: That is a good point. I did not notice any of that. I didn't notice that she was changed. I was just like, oh, nice nighty. But I was also just like, how is she not immediately, like, hungover as fuck? Like, how does she, like, not stumble out of that bed?
1: No shit. She was hammered. She could barely contain herself. Yeah. So, this, where where does this lead them to? Um, wine hangovers are the worst.
2: <laughs> oh, they're the most fun drunk. They're the worst hangover.
1: Okay, Are you lost. So
2: yeah, so they find I'm the coordinates. They they go into this fucking weird Batman room. Right. They find the coordinates, and then they re- and then the coordinates was like the last thing that her dad had written down. So they write down the coordinates to this place, hop on a train. To go to those coordinates, and as they're on there, on on the train, lo and behold, some shows up there. And a bunch of other guys, and try to kill them all.
1: This this uh, so. scene in particular, I did. I do have a story from it because uh, Daniel Craig uh, talks about filming this movie with Batista, and just we've all seen the man. Like we've seen Guardians of the Galaxy. This guy's a rather large individual. Me and Mick are big wrestling fans, so like we've seen him on uh, like just in, in tiny skimpy underwear. He's he's built like a brick shit house. Give me what I want. Uh, um. There's apparently uh, during one of the fight scenes, Daniel Craig popped this guy in the face, broke his nose. And then as soon as the director yells, cut, ran as fast as he could in the opposite (laughs) direction of Dave Bautista because he thought he was going to eat him. (laughs) So, yes, they end up having this ridiculously fantastic fight scene on the train, which leads to her trying to shoot. Or Yeah. um, What's her name? Madeline trying to shoot uh I, what is Dave B- Batista's name in this movie? Jinx or some, Mr. Jinx? Uh, I don't think he's ever actually named. Um, it's, it's Thumbs
2: for sure. Thumbs, yeah, thumbs it's Thumbs for now.
1: Sure. So, he Bond wraps this like rope around his neck, and then these kegs start flying off the train. That the, the, there's a, like a, a crate that's open. Uh, these ke- kegs start flying off and guess what they're attached to the fucking the rope that uh, good old Batista's tied up in and he flies off this train with his one line in the movie going shit Uh, great fight scene Uh, and then these two basically just like like he (laughs) he look at each other and they're like what next and what's next they fuck and then
2: they bang yeah sexual intercourse and they get dropped off at like a train station in legitimately the middle of the desert Yes. And a little like out of the nowhere comes like this what like nineteen forty two or eighty two Rolls Royce or forty I would mean, forty two Rolls Royce and just like picks them up or sixty two, I don't know, what. It's a gold fucking car, okay? <laughs> and then uh, takes them to takes them to the hidden base where they're invited in to have dinner with this brands guy. Er, yeah. Ernst so Beaufelt.
1: Yes, we find out that he's changed his name to Blofeld. We also find out that he grew up with James Bond. They had the same father. James Bond was adopted by his father and kind of taught how to hunt and fish and all the manly stuff you do with, with a young lad in England. Um, and, or I guess, no, it was in Austria. Skyfall. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, Skyfall was his childhood home. He was the one who committed Skyfall. That's that's the whole oh, thing right. about this. Is yeah, you yeah, find yeah. out that since Casino Royale, he has been killing everyone James Bond was close to, uh, the woman from Casino Royale. Uh, he, he was behind all the villains. Uh, what's funny is I think even this movie knew that uh, Quantum Masala sucked because they mentioned the villain's name once, and during the scene where James Bond's walking down the hallway and he's seeing all the villains from the past movies, he is not on the wall. <laughs> they, 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 they skip over him completely. Um, so anyway, going going into it, uh, at, this leads to this scene where Bond is, or sorry, they're in this like control room, and she's shown the the scene of her father committing suicide. Um. And then Bond is knocked out and hooked up to this needle chair. And this looked like one of the most horrifying torture devices I've ever seen.
2: Dude, like, gotta get a new dentist.
1: Dude,
3: more, even, more, you see... yeah, <laughs> even worse than the old knot, knotted rope fucking hitting me in the balls.
2: Oh, yeah. wow. I don't well... know. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the needles. If... <laughs> yeah, give me the needles. Stick them in my fucking eye. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't think anything beats that. Um <laughs> definitely not. Um but this scene is just intense. I, I want to say um Christoph Waltz who played Blofeld in this movie. Um fantastic. I loved this actor. Like Like really.
2: And I yes. was, yeah. He did a good job of that character. I he, thought He
1: he looked fucking badass.
3: Yeah.
2: He yeah, looked like so, a so yes, bond this villain.
1: scene um this scene she, for whatever reason, is allowed to. Go. She's watching him being tortured, and then she's allowed to go wa- run up to him and basically see if his brain's been mushed to the point where he doesn't remember her. And at this point, Bond is playing with his watch, the watch that he's been he was given at the beginning of the movie, and uh, Q had said that it, it that the alarm is really loud, um, which I'm assuming is he was uh, insinuating that it was a bomb. So Bond figures out how to out. set this watch. Without being, without looking at it. He just does it behind his back. And then she is able to lean over and grab it. And then, I guess, throws it at his fucking... At Blofeld's chair. Blowing him up and the, the room that they're in. They make their grand escape. And Bond looks at her and goes, It's not over yet. As if to say to the audience, There's 45 minutes left in this movie. It yeah. was a long fucking movie, man. It yeah. was. It was. Also,
2: um, what if he would have accidentally set the timer for like in one hour instead of one minute? Like that would have been disfortunate.
3: <laughs> <laughs> she picks up the watch. Fucking fingers are everywhere. Fucking Batista's right. like laughing because now you know she's got she's got no fingers. He's got massive thumbs. <laughs> like...
2: Life finds a way.
1: So at this point, we 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 keep jumping back and forth to Mi6 where. There's this, like, this guy, C, he's, like I said, trying to take over MI6. <laughs> and this whole story just, I feel like, kind of dragged the movie down. Like, we didn't need, like, a subplot in this James Bond movie. We we, we, we had this story of James Bond and his childhood friend coming together, and one of them's good and one of them's bad. And I, well, Mick, uh, do you want to give your opinion on this? Uh,
3: I, I get that there's, like, the history with, with him. And all that, and that there's like the I don't know, man. I didn't like it. I don't like the the whole. It's like, oh well, the the bad guy actually they grew up together. They're fucking brothers. And it's like to to me, like I said earlier to you when we were uh, when we were chatting, it's like it came off the same way as it's just kind of forced, and it comes off very similar to like when uh, Batman versus Superman. They're like, your mom's name is Martha too, and then they just stop fighting. It's like what the fuck the entire movie is pointless (laughs) so it's like you get these like well uh, he's my brother and he fucking hurt my feelings so i've tried everything in my power to fucking hurt his feelings and kill everyone that he loves because nobody loves him more than his brother like it's just like shit like that it's like it didn't do it for me man like especially after uh like like just the absolute fucking rock show that i felt skyfall was this was like
2: yeah they had like they had just like too many villains you know and for me, uh, like, honestly, I did enjoy quite a bit of the film. Like, I, I, I thought, like, I don't know, it was a solid seven. Like, as far, I, I enjoyed it. But there were some things that were, like, quite ridiculous. And then probably the one that stands out for the most to me was the ending, which is where, like, so they blow up MI6. He rescues the girl, yada, 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 hand job under the pants. And he's <laughs> driving, he's running, driving away from MI6 in the speedboat chasing after Franz Ferdinand or whatever his name is, <laughs> <in this fucking laughs> that's World <helicopter>, War One, <laughs> in this fucking helicopter and he's he gets the girl to drive the boat and he goes to the end of the boat and he's fucking shooting at this helicopter with his handgun with a kay? fucking
3: Walter PPK
2: yeah with a Walter PPK right like and somehow it's like a fucking somehow,
3: barrel man it's like yeah patoo, patoo.
2: yeah also <laughs> that that projectile at that velocity at that range would not penetrate the metal of the helicopter anyways like unless it's like Full Metal Jacket, which well, it wouldn't be.
3: You want a good, a good demonstration of that. You watch the Jim Jeffries bit about fucking flying on a helicopter. It sums yeah. it up perfectly. <laughs> exactly,
2: exactly, right. So somehow shoots his helicopter down. Helicopter crashes in the street. At this point, miraculously, Mallory has already showed up at one edge of the end of the bridge. The got uh the girl has showed up on the other edge of the bridge. All of a sudden James Bond is like on the bridge. And not only that, this helicopter just fucking crashed, okay? This guy is literally still crawling away from a helicopter. What are the emergency services doing? Let's hang up this tape so that nobody goes onto this bridge <laughs> where there's an obvious helicopter accident. Like they're they're like Closing off the scene, and this guy's like still like crawling away
3: from the helicopter. <laughs> the <laughs> ambulance driver's just like, "Hold on, you little cunt! We got to fucking quarantine the yeah, scene. <laughs> <exactly>. <laughs> like you can't just see we're putting up the fucking tapes, you know.
2: <laughs> Stand back for Christ's sake! Stop fucking bleeding, the bleeding everywhere, on. right? I,
1: let the I poor will chap let crawl
2: I... a bit further.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he looked like he caused a ruckus. Yeah. Let's let him bleed a <laughs> little." Yeah.
2: His fucking eyes all fucked up. Can't you see him? Don't you go back, you little fella.
1: I was going to say, when they brought him back after the explosion in the lab with the fucking needles, and he had one eye, oh my god, I was like, oh, he's a fucking villain now. Did not look great, you know? No. No. Just like
3: look, um, looking for the fucking skinless, hairless cat there to go fucking pet on his lap. Right? One billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, excuse me. Uh, that was the first one of the show. Ooh, I've, I've been good I've
3: been polite. I keep muting my mic. <laughs>
1: oh no, no, not on this show! God damn it, on this show, flatulence is respected and enjoyed. Um, <laughs> and shitting your pants in bed, clearly. Yes, yes, that was also enjoyed.
2: Um, so whenever somebody's asked you, like, if you shit in the bed, like, do you get like PTSD, in bed
3: no, no, I usually tell them the story, and then they fucking cry, and it's all good to go. So. He <laughs> so wears that like, shit on his sleeve. Trust me, <laughs> I would know
2: if I shit the bed because of
3: this very specific <laughs> thing. It was cold. <laughs>
1: yeah. No, not the— All right. Um, this movie ends with him basically deciding that he's not going to kill Blofeld, and he's going to let him live, and, and he's going to be arrested, and he did the right thing. Pussy! Um. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit, um, which License is fine to though. Kill
2: also means knowing when not to.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. That line came back full, full, full tilt. Uh, this this film I enjoyed, but there were things that I, I I definitely felt like were not at the same caliber as Skyfall. I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna, you gave it a seven. I'm gonna give it a seven point five. Uh, I think it's definitely worthy of that. Uh, Mick, what would you give this one out of uh, ten bags of popcorn?
2: You might think.
3: I, oh, yeah, I don't might. know. It's like, uh, for me, man, it's got to be like a six and a half. I fell asleep halfway through the fucking
1: movie. Like, like it's just, yeah, well, we, we've been there with those. With right?
3: People. Like, it's just like, hey, it was bad. And, and and I really, really fucking enjoyed Skyfall. I thought it was really good. And the only reason why it's not getting any lower than a six and a half, because Daniel Craig is still a fucking wicked Bond. I'm going to give it to that. And that's it. Like, th- otherwise, I would if it was like okay these are the movies you got to watch it's like i'd be like nah fucking skip that one yeah i get it it's the fucking combining of all the other fucking movies but fuck it it sucked <laughs> like it was a good bond movie but again I was, it, it had its moments but for me it was it, it
1: just it, it wasn't skyfall yeah that's fair that's totally fair that's absolutely fair um Mick, and if you, you would have so seen much. this Sorry. one
2: before the other one and you went still like daniel craig but been like, oh man, this is the best, this is a really good movie, and then go watch Skyfall and be like, oh man, this is way better than Spectre.
3: Right? Yeah, probably, yeah, because if you sit there, like, and I mean, fuck, man, even just the, like, the, literally the first 30 seconds of the, of the movie where they're, they're doing the old intro and you're hearing the music, it's like, fucking Skyfall is better on literally every level i think the, yes. bad, the bad guy was better the action scenes were better i mean like okay like the dude having the uh, the automatic pistol when he's running across the train and he gets a crane to fucking smash the cart to make sure it doesn't uncouple
2: and then james Sh- long gets shot seven times in the crane, but doesn't seem to be phased by it a whole lot until like 20 minutes later on in the movie
3: and it's the well not only that but it's like the only fucking round that took him down was the one that money penny shot him with it's like yeah. but 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 then he's like peeling fucking like Depleted uranium rounds out of him. It's like, buddy. Yeah, with a pocket knife that, in the yeah, kitchen. Fuck. With, out of or his really? scar? Like, like yeah. dude, first of all, that shit would give you severe fucking poisoning. And if you got hit by a depleted uranium, your back is going to be blown the fuck out, let alone the, the mistress that you're banging later. Like. <laughs> still, last like time
2: said, I was shot with one, it was terrible. Right? <laughs> yeah.
3: Did you, do you still got your pocket knife?
2: Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, except mine was serrated. I liked his better for digging stuff out of my body.
3: Right? <laughs> but, like, that's... and it's, You gotta, like, you sit back on it, they're, they're still James Bond movies, so you gotta take it with a grain of salt. You gotta be like, yeah, fuck, okay, let's have some some dumb Hollywood fun. If you think everything's gonna be, you know, realistic, you're you're in for a fucking... Can't all be Skyfall. Yeah, man, but, like, I don't know. It just Skyfall kept me way more engaged than Spectre did. Spectre was way too fucking slow-moving, and although it had some pretty cool scenes, the whole movie by itself was, like... So, like, Skyfall's, like, at that nine, maybe even nine and a half. Fucking, yeah, this is six and a half at best. Like, it wasn't bad. It was...
1: Fair good. enough. That's fair. Uh, Mick, I want to say thank you so much for coming on the show, firstly. Uh, this has been a fucking blast. I, I I appreciate you sharing a story about shitting all over your ex-wife. <laughs> um, that's, that's the quality of content that we always want here on World's Funniest Podcast. And... <laughs> Uh, if you uh, if you want to plug any social media to for anyone to you know maybe comment on this story or or if you want to maybe just like leave your social media off so you, you don't have to explain this story you do what you want right
3: now it's it's okay my ex does not follow me so I uh, you can Perfect. find me at Hollywood seven eight eight Holly spelled H A W L E Y so as I said it's pretty inactive but uh, I, I I got notifications turned on so if anyone you know wants to say something I'll
1: be there. DK, we are yet um, are just about a month away from releasing, uh, Jagger's Eve three. Are you excited, sir? I am
2: actually. I'm looking forward to it. I think that honestly, out of all the shows that we do, that's probably one of my favorite show every year because there's like a, a level of nostalgia in it for us. Um, so yeah, no, it's a,
3: it's a good time. It's a good just, time. That sounds like Jagger's Day is all full of fucking hangover and vomit. Yeah, well, Jagger's next- Day.
2: Is actually Christmas Eve day,
3: so yeah, it's Christmas Eve hang, <laughs> hangovers and fucking vomit.
1: Yes, yeah. yes, it's it's uh, it's gonna be a, a, a wonderful holiday yet again. Uh, we're gonna be talking about our Spotify rap lists because they'll have dropped by that point, uh, as well as uh, a bunch of other stuff. I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. So stay tuned, everybody, for at the uh, December twenty third that will drop on Jagger's Eve. Uh, Jägermeister
3: and, and... and eggnog. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> all right, Dude,
2: eggnog can go straight to hell <laughs> I, I, why I do saw, people like that I saw this stuff in the fucking LC the other day man and it was a shelf stable Evan Williams like bourbon eggnog and it, but it was like it was a creamed beverage and like like a <coughs> like a Bailey's would be but it was in a clear bottle so it looked like milk in like a fucking bourbon jar and I was like first of all that's gross second of all <laughs> How is that shelf stable and not need to be refrigerated at all?
3: Oh, God. Well, you put some yeah. rum and some eggnog and you're going to end up Yeah, with I, probably, mean like, you, you I mean, like, I drank about too. half of it.
2: Like, I drank about half of it. It's not that bad, but... No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <drinking.
1: laughs> with all that being said, if you want to find us on social media, it's uh, on... Uh, Twitter, it's at Wallop. On Instagram, it's Wallop. If you want to find us on Facebook, it's Wednesday Night Wallop. All it's where all our shows are posted. If you want to listen to us, you could listen to us on Spotify, Deezer, Amazon Music. Uh, we're going to be on iTunes by the end of November, so stay tuned for that. Um, with all hey, that we're being like said... almost
2: really like everywhere, basically.
1: Yeah, we we pretty much are. We're we're getting there. The Apple people are coming. They're they don't know yet, but we're going to grab them by the balls. It will we'll um, be
2: there with the next iPhone.
1: It's true. We we're we're hoping to. With all that being said, DK, where do you, where do they find you on on the Twitter machine? Oh, I don't I was it? I always get
2: this wrong. DKWFP1, I think.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, like well, that. yeah. yeah. You, I, you, I
2: do not I'm, I'm not tweeting frequently, so don't hold your breath, you know?
1: Yeah. When you when he does tweet, though, let me tell you, it goes right to my fucking feed, and it's always gold. Yeah. Um With all that <laughs> being said, DK, love, peace, chicken, grease. Cheers, cold beers. You've been listening to a wallop Media podcast. You can find us on Twitter, at Wallop Media. The hosts of our shows are Rylan, Kyle, and DK. You can find Rylan on Twitter at Ryland Wallop, and Kyle on Twitter at Kyle Wallop. Production is by RJ
3: Spearin. you can find his work at facebook.com slash spearkingco.
1: Logo designs are by Maisie Mulder. You can find her work on her website, maisiemulderdesigns.com. Our podcasts are hosted by Acast. You can listen to them on the podcast
0: catcher of your choice, or on our website, shows.acast.com slash wallopmedia.